Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 162. All right, guys, one announcement and one announcement only in two parts. Part the first. February 17th, I am coming to New York to record my first hour-long stand-up comedy special for Comedy Central. I shit my pants about it a little more each day, but I promise by February 17th I will be hosed off and shit free so please come out uh we're taping it at the skirball center near nyu which holds about 800 people so i would like it to be 800 of you guys so bring your friends bring your cousins fuck bring your whole family i just i just want you guys there uh so that it'll just be more of a fun experience because you know when you're taping your special you don't want a bunch of people in the audience going who the fuck is that guy uh it just helps and so we'll all be there together. We'll get through this together, you guys. And afterwards, we'll hug, and then we'll cry, and then laugh, and then I don't know what happens after that. But um, this is uh, this is really important to me, and I I just would love to have you there. So tickets are free, absolutely free. Um, and you can go to nerdist.com/calendar and just look where it says February seventeenth, and click on the link and sign up for tickets. Part the second for this uh, announcement is that the Nerdist Podcast has just announced May 4th we are coming back to the Wilbur Theater in Boston. Matt and Jonah weren't there the last time, uh, but now they will be. We are doing Nerdist Podcast Live in Boston, May 4th at the Wilbur. There'll probably be some sort of um, Anna's Taqueria run, because Matt won't shut up unless there is. And uh, so that's it. That's also at Nerdist.com slash calendar. Uh, both events, Nerdist.com slash calendar. Thank you so much uh, for letting me uh, sell my wares at your ears. And I, I really appreciate it. So here we go, the Nerdist Podcast number 162, Hostful Goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. Talking for me or for you? You were to. You're both flanneled. Uh, uh, this is not flannel. This is just a shirt. Oh. Actually, no, that's it's a, like that's a light. It's like a. It's a thick cotton a or a light, light flannel. 
It really can't. That's the thing everyone always uh, everyone will call plaid flannel. It's not. It's Flannel's flannel. Material. Yeah. Flannel's a material that seems like it would make good sheets, but then your sweaty balls tell you otherwise. <laughs> your sweaty balls talk to you? Yeah. 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 Matt, <laughs> Matt, please yeah. get me a tissue or something. I think it sounds more like. I need a little baby powder. I need to wipe the sweat off my ball brow. Too much gold bond. Well, now that the podcast audience has been treated to that image. That, that was my microphone I just cut out. What'd you do? I just hit the wrong button. That's okay. I'm a poor button pusher, it turns out. But an excellent podcaster. I. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the mailbag. Oh, it's great. I got oh, some he's got mail. a bag. He's got a plastic bag. Useless mail today. <laughs> what did people send me? Because I was on a list. Get that great book yeah, by Robin Hobb. I like how we always get to see what Chris gets sent for free. Whoops. It's one of my favorite things. Oh. I get sent things for free now, what do you get? What do you get? I'm on book lists. I get weird books that I don't understand why they would send them to me. I got a record like, sent to me by this band from Long Beach called Cyril. It was uh, some pretty awesome hardcore stuff. Like a physical, like a record, record? They sent me a record, and then they sent me a, a disc version of it as well. Cool. It was That's a crazy, cool crazy good stuff. 8-track? Uh, they also sent me an 8-track and a wax cylinder of... Uh, just That was just a single. Watson, come in here. I need you. Thank you. All right. What did I get today? What What's... The uh, Chris Hardwick list bag, which is basically, I got uh, City of Dragons by Robin Hobb. I'm just assuming that's how he talks. Volume 3 of the Rain Wilds Chronicles. Woo, Volume 3. Uh, you haven't heard of Volume 1 or 2? Yes, they're on yes. on my sh- sh- reading shelf. All right, so. Just, you made that up. You don't even have a bookshelf. I g- <laughs> you don't. I've seen your I place. don't anymore. <laughs> My old house had a couple of them. Oh, yeah, way to bring they, up that, Matt. Now hey. they belong to someone else. <laughs> yeah. oh, Matt, there you go again. Oh, to be wait. fair, they were her bookshelves. <laughs> Matt, stop bringing it up. <laughs> what else did I get? Oh, Patrice O'Neill's album, Mr. P. God oh, damn it. Wow. Rest in peace, Patrice. It's fucking not right that he's not alive anymore. Anyway, yeah. this is actually something I will take home and listen to. Who sent you that? Is that Comic Central Record? I don't or? know. I don't know who sent this out. Um, it's a, just a press kit, yeah. Mr. P, Patrice O'Neill. God damn it. That was great. Um, I got a volume one, issue one, of a magazine called Nerd Night, N-I-T-E. A physical magazine of... That's what nerds are into. Yep. Physical things. Yep. That's it. Well, I like the first page. It's a picture of a dog, and it said, What's that girl? Pythagoras fell down a well? All right. I like it. <laughs> uh, what else did I get? Married with zombies. The couple who slays together stays together. Mm, probably true. Love and zombies. Actually, the stress, zombies. the stress of a zombie apocalypse could tear apart any strong so? relationship. And also ignite uh, animal lust passion. I think so, yeah. With someone that you might never get to put things Someone in if you just met them thing. in normal society. Something. Who knows? After a while. Are we... Are we going with the story that in Castaway that Tom Hanks' character did not fuck Wilson because stayed inflated? I don't know what you're talking about. No way he could partially inflated. It floated away. It was it was pretty inflated. Full of straw. Straw or cum? Straw. You need to hold the straw together. (laughs) Okay. Good. (laughs) That's how the that's how the uh, the three little pigs kept the the first house was just made of straw and cum. 
Uh, Married with Zombies looks like a book about a couple who fight zombies. When was the last time we did a hostful? It's uh, the DC show. Oh. It feels like that was months ago, but it was just a couple weeks. It really does feel like it was months ago. Yeah, it yeah. does feel like a long time. Wow. Went back to the wedding. Time is. You went back to the wedding. Time is marching you, on. Did you have at an accelerated rate? Re-entering Jamaica. Coming back, it wasn't as bad. No, it was fine. They don't mind if you smuggle stuff into Jamaica. Were you no, worried no, that they were going to be like, "You were just here, man, two days ago"? Uh, no, it was, it was the American customs when I was going to, uh, going to DC in Miami, and they were like, "How long were you in Jamaica?" I was like, "About a day." No, and then you went to DC. Well, okay, I know that yeah. sounds wrong. Everything about it sounded wrong. I'm was... not building a terrorist cell. I have a yeah. podcast. Yeah. That sounds like a fake thing. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I, I didn't is. even mention the podcast. I was like, "What do you do for a living?" I was like, "I'm a writer." And they're like, "What show?" And I wanted to be like, "What does it matter?" And then I said to the guy, "I said the soup." And he's like, "Oh, that has that guy from Community, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yes, it does." But why are you going to DC? I'm a stand-up. Well, you just said you were a writer. Oh, oh God, that's so irritating. Yeah, it was all that. It was all them. You mean just... he doesn't understand the intricacies and nuances of how the entertainment business careers work? That yeah. was a very confusing question to answer, too, when we went to Canada for the Montreal thing. I was just like, what do you do? And I was like, I work at Apple. And he's <laughs> like, what are you doing here? It's like, a, I'm doing a live show. It's like, but you work at Apple? I was like, I also do a podcast. A I can have more Pod than what? one job, Mr. TSA <laughs> officer. Yeah. That takes over your in life. In today's economy, it's essential. It's not, it's it not TSA, kind of. though, when you're doing customs. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. You're right. That's yeah, a border that's Border Patrol. Border that's Patrol. a Department of Homeland Security. BP. Yes. Even worse. BP. That's right. I do, uh, I do a... Uh, oh, I just do a podcast about uh, terrorism. Yeah. Oh, all right. Sure. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Against right. it, right? Oh, sure. All right. Yeah, Move I mean, along. you know, uh, some of the time. Yeah, right. Sure. What do you want? Um, some things I learned in Jamaica, there are three different types of red stripe. What? what? There's red stripe, red stripe light, and red stripe bold, which is 7% uh, alcohol. Do they Jesus all have the same Christ. bottle yeah. size? What? Like they all the same little short That little bottle? snub nose. Uh, no, no. Red stripe Charles bold, Durning shaped bottle. Red stripe bold is actually like a normal bottle style. Cool. And it's really good. Really good. And I guess, so for a guy your size who's 6'4", 5? 6'4", yeah. 6'4". Is drinking 7% alcohol volume like a person my size just drinking a regular 3.2% alcohol beer? It's hard to tell I mean, because I, I want to know the difference, you know? Do you want to swap brains for a minute? We can, but I, I don't know. I think it's like a guy that trains for a marathon in like Denver coming to like somewhere sea level to run. <laughs> and, then, and then running 100 life. miles yeah, without yeah. getting winded. 7% alcohol. Uh, but, it, you know, it was, it was, it was a good, good tasting beer. And how was the wedding in Jamaica? It was. Uh, it went off nicely. It almost started to rain. Um, the best part I liked was that uh, it was on the beach, and there was just <laughs> fucking people walking by behind us. I see, you see those all the time on yeah. like Reddit or the internet or stuff, where it's like people are getting married on the beach, and there's just like a top, like a fat topless couple walking yeah, exactly. in the background, yeah. or like a dog taking a shit or yeah. something. Uh, but you know, it was a uh, it's typical kind of you know family. It was like Deanna's family and. You know, there was a lot of facets to it, a lot of stuff going on, and the family politics, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh but I did God. get to meet her dad, and that was that was I was really nervous about that, but uh, we got along pretty good. So that was like that was kind of <laughs> say that was my thing. And her grandparents were really, really. Daughter cool. has an excellent uh, vagina. I don't know yeah, if that comes from your side of the family. Seems, I'm ruining like this already. Just seems like a pussy. She has her father's vagina. Um, yeah, but he was really cool, and he's actually the guy that got her into like a lot of cool stuff growing up. Like, he, like he would 
what he was the one that watched Mystery Science Theater. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and stuff like that. So we got to talk about comedy and stuff. Not to be creepy, Jonah, but uh, Deanna is adorable. Thanks. Saw you. her the other night at Meltdown. She was rocking the contacts, no glasses. Beautiful eyes. Yes, yes. I had never eyes. noticed them before because I'm like just you know the glasses, yeah, just, just the big glasses. Of, yeah. yeah, just just the big glasses. But but like her eyes are just just stunning. Yeah, they're great. What they're about great Greta? Eyes. Greta's eyes are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> haven't you learned yeah. what happens when you say things on the podcast? These yeah. these things have consequences, Matthew. That was for joke uh, purposes. Yeah, even even okay, Chloe good. was just like, it's like, look at you, you're gorgeous. I know. I mean, like the whole the whole that was a really fun. That was a really fun night. Too. That was a fun night. That was great. I, I stayed up. I was writing a gadget prom that didn't air today. So great. Anyway. Yes, let's bring it down our good time party. No, I mean with uh, uh, your dumb with a medium bullshit. time party. <laughs> hey, listen, I I've had such a good time at the. I mean, I've been doing residencies this month at Comedy Bang Bang and at the you've Wednesday Meltdown. You've been doing show. a Los Angeles residency. I've been doing. I have been performing pretty much every night to get ready for this comedy special that's taping February seventeenth. Which, by the way. Uh, free tickets to that if anyone wants to go. I think I'll have details on that pretty soon. Oh, get um, there early. Get there early. <laughs> yeah. Because um, uh, we need to fill that fucking theater up with about 800 people. And I, have, I would uh, prefer if they were people Mar- there. Mar Myra open up for you. Mar- <laughs> Who? Mar Myra is the person who's coming to Boston with us to. On the Ticketmaster website, it says Mar Myra. Wait, just for the Boston show? Yeah. M A R R, and it's your hometown. Yeah. That's great. I know. But I try to tell them. I was gonna tweet it, and I was gonna be like, and then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, people were saying Mar Myra must be Matt's evil twin. I was like, what are they talking about? So we are gonna be. We're going to the Wilbur Theater on May fourth. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be taking the Nerdist podcast to Boston to the Wilbur Theater. Home. I'm very excited. <laughs> we're taking. I home. had an amazing time just when I went there alone last year. Mike Mike Furman and I went. Can and you imagine what it's gonna be like now with us. Could be a lateral move. I don't know. No, it is kind of. It is kind of. I love that term. <laughs> feels like a lateral move. Feels just like right across. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's really sidestepping though, ain't it? We can go to so many different Anna's taquerias, you guys. This shirt could be eggshell or it could be off-white. Your choice. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. well, Can I guess it's really. Or uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to to being like the Wilbur Theater is a gorgeous theater it's and it's super fun. And uh, and to, when I was you know, a kid, it's where I always wanted to go do something. Well, it was the Comedy Connection, which turned into the Wilbur Theater after the Comedy Connection at Faneuil Hall closed. So wait, an 800-seat theater, is that how much it is? About 800, yeah. yeah. It was a comedy club? No, what happened was the Comedy Connection, which was upstairs in, in Quincy Market at <laughs> Faneuil Hall, uh, that was the comedy club in Boston. And uh, that closed like four years ago. And then they sort of took over booking comedy at the Wilbur. Hmm. And now we'll we'll be going there and doing yeah. the podcast, and I'm sure there'll be some sort of it's very exciting for me. Tuckeria, tuckeria, yeah. tuckeria, hey, tuckeria, how about that DC tuckeria. show though? Oh my, that God. was incredible, fucking insane. Yeah, I this wow, I can't believe of, that was like two weeks ago. It was so much fun. <laughs> it really was. That really was fun. That was a lot yeah. of fun. DC the show that the AV Club heralded as skippable. What? <laughs> <laughs> I won't argue with them. I always what get happens. confused. I but don't know what. I thought the show was a fucking blast. They reviewed it, or it was just like uh, in a roundup. I no, don't it was know. Probably it was probably like in a roundup. Uh, I, 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 I think I I thought that nine thirty club show was 
insane. It was, I, it was so, so much, much fun. fun. I had a blast. It was great. I had a blast. And Ellen McClain uh, and, and John Patrick Lowry were so nice. Yeah. And they and just like hanging out with Storm in the back. That was like yes, the first time I ever Storm really got Paul to kind of. Storm, yeah, came, Storm came with his wife. And, and they, he had they, blue suede shoes on. He did yeah. have blue suede That's shoes. But that was like the first time I ever really got to just kind of chat and hang out with him. You didn't step on him, did you? No, no, no. Of okay. course not. Okay. Mm, don't yeah. step on those blue He's great. And they're in town. They're in LA right now because they're getting ready to go do the sketch fest. Oh, cool. SF sketch fest. So. I saw them last night. I had a, we had a book signing last night for the Nerdist Way book, and yes. I know it's months after the book came out, but um, uh, we I we hadn't done one in L.A. at Meltdown, so we did a uh, Will Wheaton did a moderated q and A, and I we talked about the book and <laughs> basically um, how much we love each other, and then uh, and then we <laughs> yeah, shut up, I, guys, it's fine. Kind of, when I walked in, I saw about. Alex, and I was uh, I was just like, I was like, how's that circle jerk going in there? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's really just a line jerk because it's just two of us. So it's not even really. We're not yeah, forming a circle. Right. We're just yeah, forming yeah. two points of a line. Yeah. Uh, and then how are those two guys stabbing each other? Going. <laughs> <laughs> Shiv. <laughs> we uh, we we did uh, they, uh, Farmer John sent this huge hot dog truck out, and they made hot dogs for hot everyone. Dogs. And, yeah, some good hot dogs and signed stuff. And I didn't think anyone was going to show up. You, well, you can't. You can't. It's, in mustard. You can sign a hot dog in mustard. Yeah. Yeah. That's about Ooh. the only way you can do it. Or hot oh, cheese. I would do it. Hot cheese. That sounds great. Hot cheese. I missed that. Did you see hot cheese the other night at the Palladium? Yeah, they were I would really go to a hot cheese show. They opened up for uh, Mar Myra. Than the string cheese incident. The string not, cheese incident was that the movie with uh, Martin? No, that's uh, a band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe not to be confused with the spaghetti incident, <laughs> which was an <laughs> album full of covers by Guns N' Roses from Cantor's. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, yeah, that that was amazingly fun. So anyone I who came into to that was Vegas right after DC, Las Vegas. Kristen Rutherford just flipped us all off. Oh, Kristen hey. Rutherford, writer for the Nerdist TV show. Hey, Kristen Rutherford. Hi. How's it going? What are you doing? <laughs> Kristen, what are you doing? Come in, come in, come into the studio, come into the studio. You with a, through the door. You don't have a pass. She's signing at me because she knows she she knows sign language. She taught they, she and Vinny taught their uh, their daughter uh, how to sign. Really? Yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah, she it's does insane. This wow. The celebrity. I think she probably little girl talks by now, but when she wasn't talking, she would just sign things, and they Jeez. go, "Oh, you're thirsty." She deaf? No. no. Oh, that's really cool. I mean, like deaf in the Russell Simmons sense. Yeah. yeah. Like a jam. But not deaf in the... Dig, dig. <laughs> but what I was gonna say was the crazy uh, circumstances of Las Vegas when I went. That I told Jonah the story, but I didn't tell you, Chris. I met my friend John for dinner, who I'd known since fourth grade. He now plays dueling pianos at the Palazzo. Oh, that's what he does now. And I was like, "Hey, let's meet for dinner Wednesday after we wrap, after I wrap Attack of the Show." So he's like, "Okay." So we go looking for a place to eat. We walk through Caesar's Palace and we see Mesa, which is Bobby Flay's restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "We should try and put our name in here." And we go to put our name in, and they're like, "9:45 is the next table." It was seven o'clock. Yep. And I was like. This is ridiculous. My friend Kevin Pollock knows Bobby Flay, and I bet he doesn't have to wait for a table at all. So, and he's like, "Why don't you text him?" And I was like, "I that would be ridiculous to text him for that." Walking through the hallway uh, leading from the Bellagio to Caesar's Palace, who do I see but Kevin and Jamie? What? Yes, Kevin. Who? Kevin Pollock. And, and so, Jamie did you Fox. complain to him that you didn't get your reservations no, the right I just, amount of time? Because that's excited. the worst thing that's ever happened. Anybody. I was just excited to see him because I, Greta and I were just talking about how we haven't hung out with them in a while. I don't think I'd seen them since my birthday, and uh, we were just talking. I was like, "Where are you going?" And 
He's like, oh, we're heading over to Mesa. <gasps> and I was like, oh, I just tried to go there at 945. And he picks up his phone, makes a ta- does a text. He's like, got a table for four. Come on. See, you know high-powered people. And then we go. Oh, yeah, check out what happens at the end of it. Uh, which part? The part where the fucking manager comes up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you the think manager... Kevin Pollock can get us into Mensa? Probably not. Mm. Okay. Uh, so the, the, we tell the story to the manager of the GM of, of Mesa Grill, and uh, he sa- he's like, hands me his business card and says, you don't need Kevin anymore. You just, if you're in L.A. or New York or in Vegas again, just... So now when I go to Vegas, which I hate going to, yep. you, I will text you yep. to get into yeah. Mesa because I'm not going to wait yep. two, yeah. two hours. I have things to do, like go on the internet. Yeah. And then it won't work. I couldn't get on the internet the entire time I was there, thanks to Harris' wonderful facilities. Anyway. But Kristen more, more importantly, Kristen Rutherford, you're on... Go ahead, grab that microphone. Kristen Rutherford, uh, writer for the Nerdist TV show, is here. Hi. Former writer of Attack of the Show. Wife of executive co-executive producer of Attack of the Show, Vinnie Rutherford, and uh, mom, most importantly, a mom, and this mom to like, v- mom to Vivi, who knows sign language. This is like Daenerys, Daenerys Stormborn, you know, <laughs> like being Daenerys and announced this way. You're getting a bunch of yeah, <laughs> Kristen, daughter of Martha, the unburnt wife of Vincent, <laughs> <laughs> mother of Vivian. How are you? Black of hair, black of hair, blonde, <laughs> black of eyes. <laughs> What are you What are you doing in the building? I uh, I'm going to go get makeup put on me because I'm going to go watch Man on a Ledge. Is that right? That's the name. Oh of the yes. Movie? Oh, that and movie then, I like to call Phone Booth on a Ledge. I don't. You know, I know. Well, did you see the it. other trailer? There's two trailers for it. One that focuses on the guy on the ledge, uh-huh. the namesake, and then there's the uh, other trailer that kind of has nothing to do with him, and it's about a a, a quippy couple trying to save that guy's <laughs> name. Really? Yeah. There's two completely what? different trailers for the movie. I love it. I love it when I movies just, don't know how to market yeah. themselves. I just want to be. I just want to see him, uh, just the ledges point of view. That's <laughs> yeah. all I care about. Just, just bird shit. Crumbling on me. Then I have to talk about it afterwards. I'm doing the totally rad show. Oh, you are. Yeah. Nice. I don't know who I'm replacing. Last time I replaced Alex. Well, what's going to happen? This you don't know this time. It depends on whether the poison took. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, what else are you working on? Are you going to come back and work with us on the Nerdist TV show? Yes, I am. Good, I good, love good. That show, it's good. so good. Uh, well, you're it good. Can be. <laughs> 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 That's the quiet part. You know, you should. <laughs> you know, the more uh, if you make if, if you make Matt a cake, he'll punch <laughs> half of it. Yeah, yeah. He'll just put his fist in half of it. Yeah. And, and you giggle, do make good giggle cakes, the same way. I do. I do. I make really good cakes. I tried making a cake yesterday, and I wasn't wearing my glasses, and I screwed it up so badly. And my and my daughter's walking around going, "Mommy messed it up. Mommy messed it up." <laughs> and so, luckily, I have the superpower of being able to make cakes and pull together quickly an apple dump cake, which sounds gross, but it's delicious. Only because of the word dump. Because the word dump is in it, but it's because you dump everything into the crock pot. It's like watching an episode of Chopped. <laughs> Here's a basket. It's a fucked up cake. That's all it's in the <laughs> Do basket. you make any kind of theme cakes? Like, could you make some sort of a... Like a light-up cake? Could you make, like, a, like TARDIS cupcakes or... Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just lazy. You're not lazy. Like, you you show up to writers' meetings. You're like, oh, I just threw this together. It's just like these <laughs> exquisite muffins. <laughs> but that's because it's a superpower. That's like my one... I'm a hot mess, except when I, it's time to bake a cake, I'm like, everybody, pay attention to me. And don't don't slip up because we're not leaving any you know no nobody nobody gets no cupcake left behind no cupcake left behind. That's that's been Matt's mantra for a long time. That's what I've said for years. <laughs> uh, hence my fatness. It's like How, this, that Stephen King story was it, the 
the run, the walk, what is it, where they all... Shawshank Redemption. Not Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. No. Andy the one where the they just, you know, you just keep running and you fall apart and the last person standing. That's what Baking With Me is like. Oh, it's not The Running Man? Running Man. Yes. The, the Bachman book. The Bachman, yeah, Richard, yes. Well, I, I love that you're uh, coming back to the show. I also love that you taught your daughter sign language before she could speak. I did. It's adorable. It's Little kids are just like chimps to begin with. They're just like these little like... <laughs> But then, like, watching a little girl, you know, tell you that she's hungry or thirsty. Oh, I mean, other kids are like, ah, yeah, and she's signing to me, Mom, I want crackers. No, the goldfish crackers, you know. Oh, and my God. It's, so, it's so they do understand. Oh, they they totally just, understand. It's just that I think it has something to do with the fact that their voice boxes are, have not migrated to the no. right part of their throat, so that's why they don't aren't able they to form words. They just can't form the words. Right. They know what they want to say. You didn't know that? Is that what that is? Yeah. That's what that is. Like, their voice boxes need to... they were just stupid. They yeah. are, but they but they have to. Their voice boxes have to migrate. They're stupid with bad voice boxes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but they but the voice They're boxes have to anthropological. Yes, not not from an actual intelligence standpoint. Right. No, um, it's crazy how much. And when you teach a kid sign language, it's actually crazy how much they they communicate like words that I, I'm very big on. Don't underestimate kids. They they know what they're you know they know a lot more than you you know than you really think. And then I taught my kids sign language. It's like. Holy crap! You know a lot of shit. Like you, rem- you, you remember things that happened that I don't remember that you're signing to me about. Now. What was wow. the weirdest? What's the weirdest word that she? You were surprised she knew. Science. Whoa. I'm signing science. <laughs> it looks like two thumbs down. Yeah, because you're, you're pouring things into beakers. Oh, okay. You're not going. You're not going science. Oh, oh God, for girls. That no seems way. very like a very haphazard way of pouring anything into anything. <laughs> <laughs> What did she want to know about science? I don't know. She was. She actually is close to being able to sign the portal song. Oh my god, that's yeah. amazing! I turned around that's in the what car it is. and saw her quietly doing. You, yo, yeah, you were signing the portal. You were signing "Still Alive." Maybe I saw you signing "Still Alive" at the Nerdist TV show. I'm, yes, that's amazing. Yes, I can do that. So either that, or she's a Thomas Dolby fan. She <laughs> wants to hear she blinded me with science. It's not. It's not as good when you when you exclaim it in ASL. Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should totally get you to do that. We should totally get you to sign the Portal theme song. Maybe we should do that on the next <laughs> Nerdist TV show. And so, now we're just gonna take a quick break. Yep, and here we Kristen's go. Gonna sign the Portal theme song. <laughs> <laughs> this is a triumph. Uh, I would love that. A- anything fun that you're working on before you go I just see Manalich? Ninja Warrior. Oh, nice! Right, Ninja Warrior. Can't talk about it, but I love writing that. Let show. me ask you this: Does yeah. somebody win? I can't tell you. Oh, my oh god! My gosh. We don't even know if a person wins. I can't tell anybody. Could be a person. It could be an alien race. Okay, maybe you can tell me this. Does someone fall in water? Maybe. Okay. That's all I needed. Maybe a lot. <laughs> it's hard. One to... person falls in a lot. Of... You know what? I'll be surprised when it happens. <laughs> when are they going to add alligators? Wednesday. No. When are they going to give me some new verbs? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeez. What, what, budgetarily, what verbs are you, are you... Oh, my God. Total victory... Uh, brutal obstacles, punishing obstacles. I, it's the same. And when I first started writing that show, I tried to sort of give my own spin to it. And my producer is such a sweetheart. He's like, this is so great. Can you just write it the way we've written it for the past <laughs> 21 episodes? And I was like, uh, okay. Because it's a formula. They just don't. It's really yeah, hard so it's to take your eyes off that show. Oh, it's so good. Because you got to not be able to tell if it's a repeat or not. That's the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, you just watch. I think I've Did seen I see this, I this one. I, the fireman win, wins, wins this, right? Yes. No, no, he doesn't. No, it's win. the gas station yeah. worker. The gas station attendant. 
Shingo Yamamoto. Whoa. Now, is, uh, are you working with any of these people? Is Vinny worried about you working around these strapping young... <laughs> Japanese dudes. These strapping young Japanese uh, free runners and uh, ninja types? Nah. All right. Nah. No. No. They, um, I only went to, um, I went to Sasuke 21. I was there. So I usually, I just see all the, I just see all the footage and put, people say to me, what, what do you mean you write Ninja Warrior? Do you speak Japanese? And I'm like, who do you think writes those terrible, terrible puns? <laughs> they introduce them at the beginning. And if it's a guy who's a sushi chef or he was a cook, I'm going to say, oh, I guess it was too hot in this kitchen for this <laughs> sushi chef or, you know, right. whatever. So I was like. I'm apparently, the, and my first script, the first time I wrote the show, the producer said, you're really good at those puns. And I was not happy. Hey, <laughs> puns are great. I was like, I don't, I know you're complimenting me, but I'm not happy with this. Script. You don't like puns? I, they're, t they're not puns. They're bad. Oh, I don't bad know that puns. stuff. Yeah. Bernardo puns. Bernard, yes, Bernardo puns. Well, I'm so glad that uh, you were able to Hop by the podcast before you go see Man on a Ledge. Man on a Ledge. Maybe you'll have to come back and tell us if Man on a Ledge is worth. It looks just like Phone Booth with Colin Firth. Remember that movie? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Not Colin Firth. That would have been probably a better movie if it was Colin Firth. But he's, he's stuck in the phone booth and yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Instead, I'm not, yeah. I don't know anything about this film I'm about to see. Everything you need is in the title. Is Ed Harris is in it. it? No. Ed Harris is in it. Ed Harris oh. is in it, as is Elizabeth Banks. Mm. There you go. Okay. And a ledge. And a ledge. And a ledge. Yeah. All right. Well. You think? Right, well, maybe it's a metaphorical man on a ledge. No, no, it's an actual man on a ledge, and oh. then someone throws out money. A uh, spoiler. I saw all the trailers. I haven't seen those either. Well, spoiler you just trailers. did. You just did. Ugh. You spoiled Ninja Warrior. I did. You said there were going to be people in it. People are falling in water. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh well. And they cannot speak English. All right. Well, I'll, we'll we'll see you in, within the next yeah, like couple of weeks when we start writing the TV show. Oh yes. Go and do a makeup. A couple of weeks. <laughs> well, we're, ta we're taping. We're taping. We're taping again in March. I think we're taping the next one in March. Yay! All right. Bye, Kristen yeah. Rutherford. See you, Kristen. Bye, Kristen man. Rutherford. There she goes. Time has no meaning there. Yeah, Star Trek was good this weekend. Tom Lennon and Paul Oh, Kier. Star Trek. Yeah. Fistful of Datas and uh, Captain's Holiday. Captain's Holiday, if you ever go back and watch it, season three, you get to see some very weird man camel toe on, on Patrick Stewart. Really? You know what's going on with his balls. It's very strange. Hmm. And he's shirtless for quite a bit of it, too. So and he's in very good shape. He's in excellent shape. Yeah. Even still. He was in really good shape in First Contact. I remember when he's swinging around uh, engineering. Remember when he grabs the... Yeah, that's just me. Whatever. Now that I didn't... You don't remember? I mean, he's in really good shape. I remember the warp signature yeah, the like called top. the Klingons, but I, don't, I mean, it called it the, uh, the Vulcans, a, but not the... Uh, did it happen in something called Star Trek? Yep. Yeah, I probably didn't catch that then. You so, did Star Trek. You were great. Thank you. That was a good show, too. That was fun. I did uh, Term of the Nerds again this past, uh, this past weekend. How was it at it was, UCB? It's great. It was awesome. John Morrison, who was a wrestler, uh, and Ben Garant of Ben Garant fame, mm -hmm. uh, were the other two uh, judges on it, and it was a blast. It was a. Uh, it's always fun. It's always fun. That's awesome. Yeah, Brad and Boyd went, came by. That's amazing. Yeah, I want to. Uh, get the Clemens. I, we can't hear. Yeah, what, no, we what have you, headphones on. I don't. It looks like you're saying stuff. I, just, I really have no idea. Maybe if we stopped talking, we could no, maybe. But I don't think we should because obviously he's doing it on purpose. I don't want to because like, what if he's not we saying anything and then it's just dead air? Each other to get over but us the talking over the tension that you have between each other all the time. What? 
I was just talking about like, oh, my back is tense because I, oh. I, I hurt, I hurt my back. Well, that's fair. In a, just walk it off. In a Skyrim accident. <laughs> that's not a real thing. <laughs> it is a real thing. You can't really hurt your back though. Um, well, seven weeks of Skyrim. Level level thirty four, my we friend. We talked a lot about Skyrim on the Indoor Kids Live podcast. That it's a, yeah, I'm still in it. I still have yet. I'm just about to complete the Dark Brotherhood I quest. It. I just uh, I just finished uh, Batman, so now I'm ready to buy a new game. I have to be able. I have to beat a game before buying a new. How one. How much of it did you complete? Well, I did the story, and that's good for me. Yeah. I need to fucking wander around. I love it. I love wandering. What I love about Arkham City, which differentiates it from Arkham Asylum, is that the bad guys stick around. Because after our, after you beat the story of Arkham Asylum, there's no one left to fight. Oh, just you just need around. someone to punch. Yeah. Mm. Well, guy, I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Maybe take it out on the people who wouldn't give you a table at Mesa. Well, the, I wasn't call your friend Kevin Pollock. I wasn't mad that they wouldn't give me a table. I just, you, it, was, it was a weird coincidence. Why don't you I call your sure uh, your food reservation agent Kevin Pollock, <laughs> who can get your reservations? It's, he's a good man. And he's a great man. I love Kevin. All right, here we go. It's a, a question. question. It's, it's a, a comment. comment. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a see. It feels weird it not being able to feel hear weird. Yeah, me. I know. I know. I'm you not being really able to it. reach anyone else's tone. It's a question. question. So it's yeah, it's bizarre. And then it's, bizarre. it's a comment. It's, it's a, a bizarre comment question. question. It's, it's a, a bizarre one. It's a boisement. Boisement. Let's mash up nine words. Uh, this is from Silvatron. Why do dude stand-up comedians talk so much about poop in their balls, only then to launch into a tirade about how they're amazingly still single? Maybe put two and two together. An excellent point, Silvatron. Um, does the poop and balls material, does that, does that help make someone single, or are they single so they just start thinking about poop and balls? I think it's just... Uh, it- they're already single and they're just, you know, thinking about what they talk about when they're making their friends laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's poop balls, jerking off, stuff like that. <laughs> and that's why a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of younger guys is, and or just, you know, just guys that just think that's funny. Listen, you know? sometimes it doesn't matter. You're, there's a good poop joke out there. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. All right, Silvatron. I don't know. I guess that uh, I think maybe a lot of it is just for the stage. Yeah. And maybe we shouldn't. Take it too seriously? No, it's uh, they're up there to make jokes. So and it's a comedy set, so maybe you don't have to look at it like you're. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that one of, one of the writers for the Nerdist website, a guy named Jake Kroger, wrote a, what I thought was a great piece about. Um, it was just sort of in the wake of the whole Eddie Brill controversy. The the guy who booked Letterman and yeah. made some disparaging comments about female comics, and then and then was removed from that position. Yeah, that and was so crazy. and so Jake's idea was like. You know, let, like like with the Eddie Brill thing, don't say that don't say that it's a thing of women not being funny. He said people are not funny. Look at these cat videos. Yeah. People in general are not funny. It's yeah. not a sex thing. It's not male or female. As a as a species, we're not funny. Like I I thought the I thought it was a it was just a fun way to spin. You know, just like a fu- just a weird comedy point of view. Yeah. And all these people dissected as if he was really being serious. And I just want to go, guys. It, this, it's com- it's like don't it, like don't go to a comedy show with a notebook, and then start taking notes, and then trying to take apart all the premises like they're real. If you tried to dissect almost any comedian set, it and and as it like as if it were a lecture, 
It would sound horrible. Well, what do you think about the uh, the whole thing that happened recently uh, with uh, Dan Cook and TJ Miller, where it's like uh, <laughs> TJ, TJ was like, what was like that, by the way, because I missed I missed that whole thing. I, I didn't. I don't. I wasn't there. Uh, but apparently, Dane dropped by the Improv. Was it? Yeah, dropped by the Improv, which is rare Weird. because he usually performs yeah. the Laugh Factory, and I guess like bumped a bunch of comics. And did a long time, which, mm -hmm. you know, I was so close to tweeting at him, but I just decided not to get involved. So I guess now I'm getting involved because I'm saying it on the podcast. I just want to understand the rationale behind waltzing into a place and bumping a bunch of comics. Like, I don't, how could you be so, I don't care how famous you are, how could you be so unconcerned and not remember what it was like to be a young comic and to yeah. have someone come in and bump you? To just basically jerk off on stage for an hour, not with material that's been crafted, but just like just trying to find stuff, I guess. I don't know. It's it's so unfair. And I really just wanted to I wanted to know. I wanted to ask him sincerely, why do you think this is okay? Like, why yeah. is it okay to bump people? Why are you Don't you remember? Why are you so special that you want to bump people for an hour that yeah. like do a that chainsaw, plan to be there? Chainsaw horse cunt, was that the Oh uh... yeah, I think he said like it had something to do with like chains. I think the quote was like chainsaw fuck a whore or something a whore's cunt and so t and so tj miller was live tweeting the experience that's fantastic and yeah, but uh, then it became a whole thing and then like dane's whole thing was saying uh the comics can't be critics well, isn't that kind of what a comic is is like a social critic i yeah <laughs> isn't that what the wasn't that the whole uh, idea it's pretty critical to say ch that's chainsaw fuck. they do I, and i also do. don't understand um yeah, I don't. I just don't understand why. I just don't understand any of it. I'm so confused as to why it's okay to do that to other comics. Yeah, and I think I think there was some lack of awareness on his part because there was. I think he sort of tweeted something to the effect of just killed or something. Yeah, like something really special happened tonight or oh, something. Oh, that's and, so funny. But yeah. I think that's. that's I think that's funny. one of the reasons why. And listen, I'm not not trying to start anything with Dane Cook. It's hacky to make fun of him. Yeah, but I do think that. I think that part of the problem that people have with him is that he seems to lack a certain awareness about what's going on. Like rather than going, ah, you know, it's I was probably just, blissful ignorance. I was just, I was just being a, you know, I was just being a weirdo. I don't know, whatever. Sorry, I bumped yeah, you know, yeah. just to say, but like, then to go, whoa, what I did <laughs> was art. <laughs> I mean, uh, what you saw was beauty. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah. I will never understand it. I will never understand it. Just be respectful of other comics, other people. If you want to drop in someplace, that's, you know, fine. Do 15 minutes. Don't just drop in unexpectedly and do an hour. It's yeah. just, it's so mine. It just, that's why I don't perform at the Laugh Factory anymore. Because the last time I was there, he showed up and like bumped me and like four other comics. And, you know, he didn't get off stage until like 1.15 in the morning. Yeah, wow. not cool. He went on at like 11.30 and went up until like, you know, 1, 1.15. And there was just no crowd left. And it's like, I just wasted you know, over two hours here when yeah. I could have gotten my reservation at Mesa. Right? Did you just, did you call <laughs> Kevin Pollock? Close I personal did not friend, call Kevin him. Yeah. You know, in my brain, I really didn't see this going that way. Where you what? guys would just make fun of this forever. I'm but I can see how it's going to go. Listen, no, I, no, I it's not going to be forever. No, it, was just, it was a in very, brain, it was a really was cool like, story. It's not going to be. I just like, enjoyed the be forever. of the fact that I had no idea he was in Vegas. I'm, I'm teasing you because there are going to be people online who say, 
Oh, you couldn't get a reservation at a fancy restaurant for two hours? Like, I'm just giving you 245. shit. 2.45. It was CES. It was okay, to be fair, there, you're right. 2.45 is... You just gave more reason to why you would be expected to be... Orders of magnitude worse than two hours. But yeah. I but I, but I, I do... I, I appreciate. I was happy to just go to the Bellagio buffet. I appreciate your, <laughs> I appreciate your story. I appreciate your story from the kismet angle of, and there's Kevin Pollack. Yeah, it was like, whoa. You summoned him. Yeah, my brain summoned He's him. ethereal. powers. He's ethereal. I love the story. What if you ran into him and he was like, whoa, a second ago I was just in my house over uh, <laughs> yeah. by the beach and uh, now here I... Well, oh, what, what, what just, me. What just happened? 405, I appreciate What just happened? He'd probably be happy. I got him past the traffic. I think that would be good. Yeah, yeah. You willed him to Vegas. You willed him you to willed Vegas. willed him to Vegas. Um... What else is... Uh, the, yeah. Oh, so the Dane Cook thing happened. All right. Yeah, 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 that was weird. I, I, I saw TJ the next night at Super Serious Show, which is even better than it was before. They moved it to Fado-Do, right? Fado-Do. Fado-Do. Yes, Fado-Do, another weird part of the city. But God damn it, if that show wasn't... There were hundreds of people there. Yeah, man, they do it right. And the stage was incredible, and the crowd was great. Man, I love those guys. I love that show. Super Serious they Show. Put a, they, they started a new uh, weekly show in Culver City in the back of this uh, like Japanese gift store slash art gallery that mm. also has a really good cafe with uh, good beers and coffee and stuff like that, and they have a performance space in the back. Beer it's coffee? It's crazy. Beers and coffee. Uh, and at the back, they have a performance space, uh, and it's in Culver City right near Sony on Washington, and it's uh, it's a it's a weekly show on uh, Mondays. It was great. Turning the laser to Meyer for a second, there is an experimental Starbucks in Portland that serves beer and wine. They're actually yeah, going to no, start doing that in Southern California and Atlanta. Yeah. If there's any place that people should not be getting drunk, it's a Starbucks. Have you seen the people who hang out in Starbucks? Those people do not need to be getting drunk. I love it. They love come it. in drunk. As they should. Yeah. <laughs> they come in drunk and they leave energized. Uh-huh. But there, I think the whole, the whole plan that Starbucks has is that uh, people will go there after work now. Yeah, they're trying they'll to go the before afternoon. work. You know, they go there for coffee. After work, they'll go there to like just kind of have a drink I with their friends. Grind, grind, I know what Pilsner with a shot of vanilla. Ooh, God, that sounds good. <laughs> you know, the fucking the worst drink. I ate so many. I get so much weight on that trip uh, to Jamaica. Uh, it's uh, uh, Deanna's uh, uh, stepdad, um, which is like, it's like, ah, you got to try a uh, BBC uh, with rum. It's a banana Bailey's and cream with rum in it. It's like a blended ice drink, and it's it's like I was like, I don't want to be at a fucking resort with a ton of white people drinking the fruitiest. That sounds Drag. like the. It was it one sounds of the best like the things. movie cocktail. No, it was <laughs> one of the best things I've ever had. It sounds like the booze version of the uh, California roll smothered in lobster with the whatever the hell sauce. That what? Is. Yeah, it's like a baked. It's a thing that I've seen now at many sushi restaurants. Now that I've been looking for it, it's a BSCR or, or no BLCR baked yeah. lobster on a California roll. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, I know. I know what that is. I know what that is. That's a lot of places you can get that kabuki yeah, or any like, other kind of chain sushi place. That's delicious. And so this this mega drink. This is like the Why like, did you say chain with such resentment? Why can't you just be proud of the American dream Japanese people coming over here starting a chain sushi restaurant? Yeah, I'm sure why, uh, it's Japanese <laughs> And then people having to, to modify their food for yeah. for the for the American yeah. eating problem. I was Thanks actually looking money. forward to Anna's Taqueria until you said uh, that it's, we can go to all the Anna's Taquerias. It's a chain? There's, There's only a couple of them. of them, yeah. I think it was eight or nine. Are they all like privately owned or are they yeah, all owned, owned by the same, same guy? Same yeah, guy, yeah. so that's cool. They're, they're good. The guy they're good. that started Anna's Taqueria after he fought with his sister who owned Boca Grande, which is the other... Taqueria in Boston. You I know, don't think Big Mouth is a good name for a uh, Boca Grande. Yeah, Boca Grande, and then there's also Baja Betty's. These are the three like 
You're my Baja Betty. Baja Betty sounds like a whorehouse. Baja Betty's is terrible. Um, There's a place, uh, there's a three chain of, uh, it's a uh, Senior Fish. There's three of them. Oh, I've heard of Senior Fish. Yeah, there's one in Little Tokyo downtown. There's one in uh, Highland Park, South Pasadena, and then there's like one in Eagle Rock. They're great. (laughs) That reminds me of uh, this guy, John Frost, who used to work at K-Rock. He was the one that made all the drops for the station and all of the, you know, back when the station was like extra funny. Yeah. And he used to do this show called The New Detective, (laughs) which was just these these weird shorts that they would run on K-Rock of this insane narcissistic detective. And uh, this was like in the 80s or 90s. And he had a sidekick. And that's uh, every time the sidekick would go, Senior Dick, he'd go, Well, then quit looking. Which is like, you know, like uh, on, oh, on radio, you know, radio in the 80s. Wow. Oh, radio in the 80s. Oh, radio in the 80s. Radio. We're, we're radio of the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh. So one of these days, we're going we're gonna to get this instant replay sound effects board up and running. I've Man, tried. I would love I've it. I've tried so many times. This Something happens. We just got to get the output. We gotta just hook it up to some uh, speakers. I have to tell you something really fun that I did thanks to Doug Benson a couple of weeks ago at CineFamily. He did a movie interruption for Cocktail. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Oh, you know what? I so fucking fun. I went to uh, Wayne Fetterman and Anthony Jeselnik were on it too. Oh nice! I went to the Wayne Fetterman International Film Festival. It was part of the Wayne Fetterman yeah, yeah, International yeah. Film Festival. I, I went and uh, uh, Gary Shandling introduced King of Comedy. Martin oh, Scorsese that's King awesome. of Comedy. It was so cool. It was also just neat seeing uh, seeing uh, uh, Gary Shandling make fun of Wayne Fetterman for like a good twenty <laughs> minutes. I saw it when Wayne was signing his book uh, about Pete Maravich uh, at. Barnes and Noble at the Grove. Uh, Gary Shandling introduced him and made fun of Wayne Fetterman for a little while. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I have to say, Cocktail is a fucking time capsule. That movie. <laughs> it is the '80s wrapped up in one, but not not like the cheap the cheap shitty '80s movies that we always watch and made fun of. Like it's a high budget '80s movie. Well, even down to the the fact that the logo on for the poster art is neon. It's yeah. neon. Just like, even with that, just and. Like, and the fucking bar that he wants to open is called Cocktails and Dreams. Cocktails and <laughs> Dreams! Come on! Uh, that's a rebuff of the one you wanted to do, Cox and Dreams. Yeah. yeah. Slightly different menu. <laughs> slightly different menu. I'm like, why isn't there not a Hooters for guys? <laughs> With guys. Four guys, yeah. With guys. <laughs> Just why why are there Hooters for guys? For guys? Yeah. Why do they make all this porn for... For girls, <laughs> I mean, come on. Can I have a dick near my burger? You sure can. Just ask. Okay. Just text me. We'll call up Kevin Pollock and bring a... <laughs> Listen, so what we want to do is we want to get some dicks near these burgers. Not bad. That's eh, not great. Um, I got to work with uh, Vanilla Ice recently. <laughs> that video was amazing. Oh, thanks. Your video that you made with Vanilla Ice going hipster. That yeah. was incredible. Thanks. Yeah, How, yeah. He seems funny. Like he he, seemed, he 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 got it. You know, he got it for the most part. I think. You know, but the one thing he was like, uh, like he went, he has to say Coachella in it. And he said, and he, like he was like Coachella, and I was like, no, it's like Coachella, like the music festival and the yeah. desert. He's all, I don't know, I don't know what that is. Oh, all I was, right. I was like, I was like, okay, and. Wow. Um, and it, like he kept on referencing like that's like, how cool he is. He yeah, doesn't even yeah. know what Coachella is. And he was talking about like uh, it's like you know it's like give me some coffee. Hipsters drink coffee, and I was like yeah, like a '90s hipster, like a grunge <laughs> hipster hanging out of coffee shops. Uh, but the 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 cover that he the the Ice Ice Baby cover that he and uh, and Mike Henry did. Yeah, Mike Henry arranged Amazing. it. And you know uh, 
it's it's too bad we couldn't really show it to anybody. Uh, but he did do, uh, while we were kind of setting up another shot, he just grabbed the guitar and started singing Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Pretty Vanilla fucking ice? well. Pretty fucking well. What, did you get that on tape? You know, we were, I was setting up something. Oh, uh, yeah. come on! Yeah, we were setting up the next shot. And, I, uh, and then I just kind of came back over. Oh, and he's like, to be fair, it's a pretty easy song to play. I know, I know, I know. But it's he just, could it's, sing it. It's just, it's, just C, it's just CGCG, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Speaking of that slide, that song at the end of Fubar Balls to the Wall, perfect. Fubar two, Fubar two Balls to the Wall. You still have to watch that. Maybe don't we you? should have I Vanilla Ice on the podcast and have him sing "Every Rose Has a Thorn." He'd he'd do it. <laughs> he He's promoting his uh, his DIY show. He'd do it, but Brett Michaels would sue us. No, they wouldn't. He seems litigious. It doesn't. We can cover. He could. Uh, Ice could come in here and cover every rose has its thorn. We have advertising. I think there's. It's a, we're in a different world now. Listen, Next live show. If we got if we got sued by Brett Michaels because Vanilla Ice performed every rose has its thorn on the podcast. <laughs> You're do you right. have any idea how much press we'd get for this fucking show? <laughs> Bring it on. That would be amazing. That would be uh, hilarious. That would be awesome. You know the story. <laughs> any judge would be like. Really? This mm. is why we're all gathered today? Mm. I put on a robe for this. Mm. <laughs> and it's on a what? A podcaster. I don't fucking know what that is. I have kids. I don't know what the fuck yeah. they listen to. Case dismissed. Yeah. What? You didn't even hear any of the sides. I have to take this robe off. <laughs> it's so itchy. Why do they make it? I don't and another thing. These gavels are a Judge bit Andy old. Rooney. I watched uh, Paradise Lost 3. Oh, yeah? How yeah, yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> even though they get out the end, it's so not even bittersweet. It's just so shitty the way it went down. Mm. It's such a shame. It's that's such what I shame. imagine extremely loud and incredibly close to be like just a bummer. They're saying that that's the the worst reviewed movie with the most uh, the most nominations. Like there's never been a movie that's been that poorly reviewed with as many nominations as it has. The L.A. Times wrote an article online just about Patton tweeting all of the people who got snubbed. By the Academy, really? That was really funny. He was just like, "Well, Albert Brooks should have been nominated." Albert Brooks, and he was like, "Oh, and uh, Charlize Theron just showed up. We're gonna go to Legoland." Like that, like he just he he incorporated everyone. Oh, nice, nice. Classic Patton. Classic uh, Patton. I, I I was surprised that Jonah Hill and, and Brad Pitt both got nominated. Moneyball's good. I mean, it's good, but looked too sportsy for me. Yeah. Had the word. I ball watched in it. it. I watched it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I can watch a I can watch a a sports movie. I don't know what it is. Like it's just a League of Their Own. League of Their Own. I love. I love a League it's of Their Own. Movies of all time. Yeah, I I really like a League of Their Own. I love it so much. It's amazing. What's how's the song go? Uh, we are the members of the All American, American League. We come from cities near and far. We are Canadians who Irish ones and Swedes are one for one. We're all for all. We're all American except for the Canadian we just mentioned briefly. Yeah. Well, Matt Myra, you're my Rockford Peach. Oh my God! <laughs> See, now you're getting. <laughs> I'd rather be a receipt bell because they win. <laughs> that Betty. I always felt like more of a kit. Oh, no, yeah. you're a kit. I always feel like Bill Pullman. Oh yeah, that, your <laughs> the leg, one scene your he's leg, in. Your leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my leg acts up. I feel like Bill Pullman. <laughs> That's why I want to start doing just like having references to movies where it's just really vague. <laughs> ah, my leg's being a real Bill Pullman right now. What, what do you mean? It, the scene in uh, League oh, of the Rome. You tore your ACL. He's in that? Yeah, yeah. I think they should rename tearing your uh, anterior cruciate ligament as uh, the Bill Pullman. 
The Bill Pullman? Because his name's got Pullman in it. Yeah, oh. that's true. It's like, oh, I pulled my Pullman. You know, like, I, it's well, that, a Pullman. This seems more like a hamstring thing. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Bill Pullman, my hamstring. <laughs> God. All right, so we'll make anterior, <laughs> we'll, we'll make anterior <laughs> cruciate ligament the Mira Sorvino. Oh, man. I don't like Mira Sorvino. Do you know her? No, she just pronounces her name weird. Well, that's a good reason to judge someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should be Myra Sorvino. Just saying. Oh, that's true. Except that. I thought you were. Yeah. I, was, uh, I didn't even really think about it. I thought you meant her last name. I was like, yeah, but her dad. Never started, uh, <laughs> Matt Myra Sorvino. Yeah. Oh, we could do it. So we're gonna we're gonna put you in Mighty Aphrodite. I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Which part do we're I? We're gonna make a video of you in Mighty Aphrodite, starring uh-huh. Matt Myra Sorvino. Dozens of people will be delighted. <laughs> That's high. At the that dip. Dozens high. upon three more people will be delighted. By you would have to know so many things <laughs> for that to make sense well, to you and then be Allen. funny. Yes, we could, of course, we could, of, yes, we definitely. Yeah. I don't see why not. Oh, you know what else I watched? No. Ty, Ty West's new movie, The Innkeepers, yeah. starring our friend Pat Healy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that was a really good, creepy movie. He was the guy who made House of the Devil, yeah. which I thought was a really cool kind of uh, parody. Not parody, but like, you know, a period 80s uh, horror movie. Mm-hmm. And this one takes place in current day. It's really good, really creepy. All well, right. Recommended. The in- Innkeepers. I believe you can buy. Uh, you can rent it on demand right now. You know what came into the pawn shop last night on Pawn Stars, you guys? Mm-hmm. See, I'm talking about entertainment. Things Mary that people worked Ford's, hard on. Mary Ford's uh, SG Custom Les Paul. What? Mary Ford. Les yeah. Paul's wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her nephew brought it in to sell. And that's, it had all this paperwork that's with it. Heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. So I know it's sad, but it had all this paperwork with it with Les Paul's signature on it, like about him wanting to leave Gibson because he hated the design of the SG and he's like, I don't know if we should sign with them again. Uh, you know, and it had like all these repairs that were done on it, probably by Les Paul. Wow. And it's this the it's a beautiful uh white Did SG they buy it? with gold. Yeah, they bought it for ninety thousand dollars. That is an amazing deal, I think. For that that should be in a museum. That belongs in, in a, a museum. museum. You belong in a museum. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that. Oh God. Uh, is that how? Is that how the guy responds? Yeah. For some reason, good. I any any time I think of someone responding to Indiana Jones, I want to go. I'm sorry, Doctor Jones, but it is you who belongs in the museum. No, no, no. <laughs> I uh, always want them to be German with a like. I'm sorry. The response because the nerds will uh, hate us if we don't get it right. The response to that line is so do you. So do you. Yeah. 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 Uh, on the, off the shore of Portugal. Exactly. Dan Aykroyd's in that scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, my God. Dan Aykroyd shows up. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. He's also in the beginning of Twilight wait, wait, Zone. So when you get off a plane, you could be like, I'm doing scary. With Dan Albert Aykroyd. Brooks. With Albert Brooks. Yeah. When you get off a plane now, you say, I'm doing a Dan Aykroyd. And then they'll be like, what are you talking about? And they'll be like, you know, that scene when Dan Aykroyd gets off the plane. <laughs> and Indiana Jones, the Temple of Dude. It's like a Bill Baldwin. <laughs> More obscure. Oh wait, you no, you were just you just combined. No, it's Temple of Doom. I thought it's like Doom. it belongs to the museum. So do you? Yeah, that thought, I'm pretty so sure you. that was uh, uh, Last Crusade. No, it wasn't Last it's Crusade. Not Last Crusade. I don't think uh, so. It's on the deck of that ship. That that's Portugal. That's the one, right? Yes, and that's in Temple of Doom. Am I mixing it up? Yeah, I think you're mixing it up. No, 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 no. So the beginning of uh, Last Crusade 
He's uh, River Phoenix. He's River Phoenix. He's River Phoenix. He gets in. He's, he's, he, he's with that fat kid. Spielberg trope. Spielberg trope. Fat kid. And he's like, oh, I got to get that. It belongs yeah, yeah. in a museum. First time he's probably ever said it. Keep on. Keep it on. Yeah. And then he gets, and then he gets it, and then they see a guy with a hat, a hat you might find to look very familiar. And then he gets on a horse. He, he rides the horse over, and then he gets onto a train, falls in. Whip, the whip is there now. Now he's got the whip, and he's got the scar. And then he gets back up, and then he gets in, and then he falls in. I'm combining them. Oh shit! He hates fucking snakes. And then he gets out, and then Superman comes. And he goes inside the magicians. The magicians. Oh, a caboose and, just a and, then, and, and then all of a sudden he gets out where is he opened up the thing it's gone and he's running down the way he gets over to his dad's place his dad sounds a lot like Sean Everyone Connery everyone has tuned Julia. out of the podcast <laughs> now <laughs> unsubscribed we've lost all our listeners now <laughs> will you look at them quivering yeah. like a little bitch yeah. should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers <laughs> but then you can see he, he, the guy puts the hat on him, yep. goes down, and, he, he, and then it goes all, right, all of a sudden. It's wet. It's wet. He turns up. It's wet. Listen, Ice is back with a brand new edition. Jonah closer. is correct. <laughs> I'm referencing Temple of Doom. You know what it was? Nighttime. Rainy. That's my problem. Word to your mother. I think of, <laughs> we I just think of the podcast <laughs> there. <laughs> that would be amazing to just, just end it right there. Out of nowhere. What the f- I don't know what just happened yeah, on this yeah. show. They're, they're going to go and look. They were it. talking about one Indiana Jones movie, and then Chris started singing the Superman thing, mm. and, then it, and then it ended with, what the fuck? And then fuck? Dan Aykroyd is in the fridge, right? And that's how they survived the bomb. Yep. <laughs> um, fun. The, uh, I don't know where to go after we that. We have a show. There was a... There was a uh, it was an album that came out last week by this band called The White Wires, yep. and uh, I really liked it. And uh, the, the, I think it's called WWII is the name of the album. Uh, really cool, fun garage rock stuff. I uh, I just kind of threw up on the Twitter. I saw that they had a tweet Twitter thing. Twitter? And I said, uh, I said, hey, this the album from The White Wires is really good. And it turns out one of the guys in the band, big Nerdist fan, been listening since the beginning. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, That's kudos cool. to you, yeah. White Wires. He's gonna send us. Uh, so everyone, I I. I recommend checking it out if you like kind of, you know, distorty, fun, poppy, garage rock, surfy kind of stuff. It's uh, good. Yeah, well, Dave Matthews Band is working on a new album. Steve Lily White's Man, producing the Broken again. record. Pawn Stars. Greta's horrible. Greta's great. Pawn Stars. Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Don't forget about Storage Wars. Boston. Yeah. You're summing me up so well. Red Sox. Red Sox, yeah. Can you read my mind? <laughs> what else am I thinking? Can you make Dave fun Matthews of the things again? I'm thinking of? Nope. Mm-hmm. You're close. Can you read my mind? Can you picture the things I'm a thinking of? That guitar, by the way, is still on eBay. The left-handed Dave Matthews Martin. And how much is it for now? Ten grand. Do not do it. No, I won't do it. Cut to what? Matt, like, no. like Greta, you have to hold me back. He's in his underwear with his finger shaking on the buy button. Oh, I've had so many of those uh, fucking misses. I, okay, every day I just need a cloth. Bay. I just need a cold cloth and a minute to just focus. Can you, get, can you get that for me? I'll be okay. I saw just go in the kitchen, get me some water, Greta. I'll be sold, okay. I got it. What? <laughs> someone sold my Martin on eBay for eight grand. The uh, John Mayer Martin that I have. Someone, someone, someone stole, stole my Martin for, box set. Uh, for about eight bucks. Man. 
<laughs> George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Uh, but Damn, yeah, so I would love I to see Martin it. Lawrence in Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> George R. R. Martin. You, it, it's called Black Knight. Oh, hey, Sorry. well done. Wait, Dark Knight. Dark. What is it called? No, what is it called? It's Black Knight, right? What? The, when he, when he goes back in time? Yeah. I think. God, I don't want to be racist. By the way, yeah. someone yep. in this room Who is it? got a snazzy new apartment. Who oh. is it, man? Who is it? It's, it's so cute. It's you. No, you did. Oh yeah, I did. Thanks I did. You. Finally, I science. Got a, I got a Greta and I got a place. We found a place that we both liked. Uh, met all of our criteria. We liked it. They didn't check our credit. <laughs> That's our criteria. I don't know yeah. how you find a fucking building anywhere in Los Angeles that doesn't check your credit. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know either. But when the dude said it, I was like, oh, yes, we like this place. And then I'm like, we have to take it. We have to. Now, There's no other choice. It sounds like a shady operation. You know they're going to be not, asking you to you know, drop off a package. You know what's funny is it's just not, don't ask any questions. I googled them, the people that run the building, uh, and they're in the LA Business Registry. Uh, their yearly revenue is two point five million dollars. Their number of employees is four. Okay, so it's like it's a small family business. Mm, right, right. And where is it exactly? A small family business or the business? The apartment. It's nearby. Like, what's the... I can't say the address. Yeah, you can't. Because people will rate me. <laughs> I think you think a lot more highly of yourself. <laughs> no, no, they would. You, the federal government has allowed that to be a thing now. Dudes can get raped officially. Before it wasn't a thing. Wow. But now it's a thing. But now it's a thing. So now, you think people are going to come yeah, do that? Yeah, probably, now that it's against the law. Yeah. It's a great place. It's a townhouse, and it's got two floors, and I'm going to have uh, an office, which is going to be fantastic. I can put my guitars out of the fucking living room, not have to have them out. I got a nice, but finally my writer's desk has a room to actually be what it was meant for and not just a table that collects crap. So I'm pretty excited about it. That's great. Looking forward to finding a 73-inch or higher television. I need a large television. That's not large. That's fucking behemoth. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty huge, 73 inches. Yeah, well, set. I mean, I got to watch like Dave Matthews concerts on Blu-ray and stuff like that. So I need to feel like I'm going into the pawn shop with the people. I need to feel like I'm digging through the storage bins. <laughs> hey. Oh, she makes up great. Gorgeous. Good job. She was really she was really hot before though. Yeah, it worked out. Kristen is be- is a beautiful, smart, wonderful lady. I know. And then like I don't understand why why she's still with Vinny. He's so ah, I'm Vinny. Look at me. Well, I think <laughs> That any stresses you had about your job before <laughs> are Remedy. about to get solved. That was a joke. Vinny knows that. We actually, Kristen and I conspired together to get Vinny a birthday present. We had uh, my friend Joe from back home send overnight sausages oh, yeah. from this place in Methuen mm-hmm. that uh, Vinny Sorry, loves. you mean Methuen and you just have a lisp? I don't mean that. Methuen? Methuen. Uh, and uh, we got the sausages next day. Of course, UPS fucked up and didn't get it to me until the day after. I unpacked them. They were packed in an urn box. So a nice, tight little box. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. I was fucking You it. shoved those sausages in that tight little box? Five pounds of sausage. <laughs> I am so not proud of myself right now for what I just said. But anyway, yeah. uh, took them out, and the ice had melted, but the sausages were still cold. So I immediately put them in the freezer. And it worked out because he ate a bunch, and he's not dead. Man, what a roller coaster of a story. <laughs> At first, I was like, what about the frozen? They're still frozen. I'd call it more of a carousel. 
You know what? I'll just hit this button. No, buddy. Fine, we you love can. you. No, no. Let's go back. No. Uh, I know. I'll, I'll say it's more like a seesaw with one person on it. It's just a... Uh, Actually, that is a fucked up story, though. That the did you get any sort of a refund or oh, anything by the way, for shipping? One hundred and thirty-five dollars to overnight that, and they didn't mm -hmm. get it to you on time. And it was supposed to be here by three o'clock, and I waited at work until seven p.m. Did you call Kevin Pollock? What? I wanted to. <laughs> he could have helped. I wanted to. He probably could have. Unlike you. No, I would not be helpful. <laughs> UPS, this is uh, Lieutenant Colombo. Oh my God, it's Colombo. <laughs> Calling. I, I did one more question. Or wait, so the sausages Kevin's were sent out. Kevin's gonna do uh, Star Trek, which I'm. Oh my god, that's gonna be amazing! To, to that's his, gonna be amazing. Yeah, his Shatner is. Uh, When's that gonna happen? Uh, I think he's gonna do it in February. And let's just for a second before we end this podcast talk about a little guy I know in this room called Jonah Ray. It's my. It's me. Who's gonna be recording his comedy album at Meltdown on Friday, January twenty seventh? When's this going up? It'll go up before. Oh. Yeah. That'll, so if you are in the L.A. area. Los Angeles. And Louisiana. I'm doing it in Louisiana. Oh, this is weird. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was at Meltdown. Chateau There's a Meltdown Mel in Louisiana? Chateau Meltdown. <laughs> uh, oh, in the comics quarter. Mm -hmm, in the comics quarter. Yeah. It's so crazy. Hey, he watched Cajun Pawn Stars, so. I just saw a clip at work. Oh. Uh, but it was, it was nice being able to finally talk to Matt about something we've both seen within the past uh, 10 years. Yeah, it's hard to see, hard to watch anything that's good and have. Uh, did you see that movie? <laughs> I'm so busy. <laughs> um, so your album, you're recording. Sorry, your album I'm recording my next seven inch record uh, for AST Records uh, at eight thirty p.m. p.m. at Meltdown oh, Comics. That's good because morning Theater. comedy is not good. Easy. No. It's not easy. No, Stern does it every every day, but <clears> other than that. But uh, yeah, if you are in the Los Angeles area, it's a free show. There will be uh, drinks uh, for free as well. It'll nice. just kind of a thing. If uh, you want to come out and laugh at the jokes really hard, uh, make it out. If you are indifferent of me, go fuck yourself. Don't yeah. come. Uh, <laughs> you know where I'll be while you're <laughs> recording your stand-up album. Uh, you'll, I know. I I'm going to be in Santa Cruz recording They Might Be Giants for the podcast. But no one's allowed to that. You know where I'll be. When he's recording his album and you're in Santa Cruz. Sketchfest. I'll be at Cobb's Comedy leading a conversation with uh, Thomas Lennon, Ben Garant, and Carrie Kenny. Yes. So we're all doing fun things that day. Yeah. yeah this podcast is splintered, guys. Where? What, what's the name of your album? Hello, Mr. Magic Plane Person. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted. It's a line from uh, the Mystery Science Theater movie. Oh. Just like the first one. That's adorable. Yeah, but it'll be uh, on 7-inch vinyl. But if you buy the record, the vinyl record, you will also receive a download code so you can still get the MP3s and listen to it. And you can have a cool keepsake uh, vinyl if you have that too. But it'll also be available on iTunes and Amazon. Uh, thanks, have, thanks to the good folks at AST Records. Unless you have like one of those really cool old Bentleys that had a record player in them. Which seems great for an automobile. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Got yeah, good still. shocks. But uh, yeah, that I think uh, it'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to doing another one. I'm looking forward. To, I'm really bummed out that I can't be there. But. I am yeah, too. I know. I'm it really just, sorry I can't be there. I was just, totally it, there. It was supposed to kind of be earlier, and then uh, and then just like AST guys, they're like, it's like we really should we money wise, we need to have spent that money by this time, and so just like uh, oh, and I'll do it then. Then we can get it going. It's a bummer, but you know. It's a bummer, but it'll give me something to uh, it'll give me something to you know have when we go do the live shows too. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you gonna 
sell that? Yeah. I mean, can't sell it. Why not? It should be free. Yeah? Yeah, comedy to the masses. Come on, man. All right, stop. <laughs> Collaborate and, and listen. listen. That was one of the other ideas we had for uh, Vanilla Ice, uh, which was... Uh, uh, it was a it was a talk show called Stop Collaborate and Listen. Oh, that's great! And it was just like every time someone starts to talk about an issue, it goes like, "All right, stop. <laughs> Let's all collaborate." And they all start talking again. He's like, "Listen." It was just a real dumb idea that we had at two in the morning. I would like to see him like go farther from Silver Lake, like into Echo Park, and perform as Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla. 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 Ice. It would be Vanilla. Vanilla. Ice. Vanilla. Vanilla Ice. Bobby Vanilla. Damn it, I want to learn more Spanish so bad. I just want to be able to speak Spanish. Was that a stone? I have it. Furman got it for me for my birthday. I mean, I understand basic bits of Spanish from, from Italian. You, and I took Latin. Yeah. I mean, I, I studied Latin and Italian. And Italian is very similar to Spanish. Yeah. Oh, for some reason, I thought like, you took Spanish. I know I know chunks of Spanish. But if someone starts talking to me really fast, then, I'm, yeah, I, just, yeah. then I have to stop them. Hmm. The uh, Bobby Bonilla, by the way. He was a baseball player for the Mets, mm -hmm. and he retired in 99. But the way his deal was structured with the Mets, they are paying him like $1.6 million for the next 25 years. A year? Yeah. Why? That was the way they structured his deal. They re-signed him, but they decided to pay it out over a long period of time. So oh, wow. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> so like, it was like a lottery kind of thing where uh, you could get it all you now. Lump sum, or, or you could yeah. get it spread yeah. out. Yeah, it's amazing. Smart. Yeah. Nearly six million Vinny's. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just reading about it. And that was your it's sports so second with Matt Myra on the Nerdist <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's all the time we have for sports. Your sports yeah. second. Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Stop it! I don't care. The white and blues versus the blue and whites, man. I don't even know. The only reason yeah. I I asked someone when the Super Bowl was, and they were like, "It's." February 5th. Why? And I go, why well, don't I give a shit about the Super Bowl? That's just the anniversary of our podcast, the Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. I suggested to Jonah that we just cancel Matt Myers Day off and do a live fucking like tweet up podcast where we just do an anniversary show on February 5th. Oh, I'm going to be shooting something that day. Let me see if I can get out early enough because that would be really fun. Because that would be like a cool thing to do. That would be really fun. And just to have it all be comments. Yeah, we could do that. All right, let me see if I'm going to be done with this thing that I'm shooting. Mm, so oh, mysterious. Oh. What? What are you talking about? Don't no, worry about no, it. It's, it's, just a, a, it's just a mystery. Yeah. Why must you be fascinated by my closet of mystery? <laughs> 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 no, it's not. It's not. That's not the full light. I can't remember what the full light is. Uh, why must you be so? Now I got to look it up. <laughs> well. Uh, oh, and for those um, of you wondering if I put my per diem check on black, uh, didn't work out. See? Oh, uh, also, uh, what else? Oh, the new John K. Sampson, frontman for The Weaker Thens. He put out a solo album. John K. Sampson, is, that's very nice if you like The Weaker Thens. That's good. some good stuff. The new single by Sleigh Bells, Kills. It's fucking amazing. Uh, Jenny Owen Young has a new single out that's really good too, and I just can't remember the nice. name of it. I'm Not blanking. a Surf just released an album today, this week. Um, I'm They're not sure if you good. kept up. They're good. Not a Surf's good. Yeah. I, uh, just a happy kid. That song? You yeah. know that song? Yeah. It sucks because I, you know, I just kind of, I liked the that album with Popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happened? That high school sued them? 
Was that what it was? Was that what happened? Yeah, the high school sued them for using their their uh, uniforms. Oh, without Jesus, consent or something like that. That's what. That's what. That's why they were disappeared for a little while. Hmm. Uh, what is your fascination with my forbidden closet of mystery? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we settled that. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, I feel like I just gave birth to a knowledge baby. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Bobby Vinny is only making five hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, I'm glad we. Oh, never mind. That's also from Baltimore. Enjoy your bonita. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? Follow Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.